0: This is the podcast, not an interview, this is a conversation, no gimmicks, just reasons, 84 reasons. Come highlight. Me. What up everybody, I am Deirdre. 84 reasons, no games, no gimmicks, just reasons, and today, we get the best guess I'm going to get because of the position that he plays, don't get mad at me, right, <laughs> the tight end position is the best position in football, because they let us do everything but throw the ball, they let the receivers throw it, they let the running backs throw it, they won't let us throw it, my next guest, legacy player, father played in Florida, four year letterman, with consensus All-American, but we're talking about the great Jonathan Odom, what's going on with you today, J-O? Another
1: Must just chilling, just uh I'm about to go uh to the food bank and about who, who who I mean who we got? I mean who who is this? It's the Titan House, man.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, man, look, we could have made this we could have made this more than one, man. We could have did two, <laughs> the one. I'm just saying we can do that. We can do this. Don't be jumping on. But J.O., before I even get into the game, I gotta talk about the swag, man. I mean, who is this? Who is this, uh, what lifestyle's Laura lady? You coming in with all pink on, man? Like, no, no, I, I got to know. I got listen, the, the new thing in football is arrivals, the they showing you. Out. I said, All right, I'm looking at the rivals. All right, we got black, we got brown, we got blue. I said, Whoa, 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 you got to be comfortable in who you are to wear that all pink. I said, Oh, well, yeah, you got the pink lemonade suit on. What's up, man? Hey, I'm you know where I got from, that from, right? I got that from, from Terry Cruz. Oh my, so, so so, Terry Crews, for those of you who don't know, you know, uh, great, great actor. He, he's known mostly for what he did in, uh the movie White Chicks. Now, I think he does like America's Got Talent or whatever. Yeah. He, basically, he's going to have eight pack abs for life. He's going to be an 80 year old eight pack abs dude. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you so you saw the pink. Yeah, so. Pink, and what's up? Talk to me.
1: So, cool. was, so yeah, Lifestyle by Laura. She's um, basically my stylist, but she's. Like she does pretty much everything that I wear on, like whether it's a rival or not, shoes. She she's the one who kind of helps me get all that stuff. And um, so she actually flew me and a couple of the other uh, guys out um, that are signed with her that out to Dallas, and we all got to uh, have custom suits. Mm -hmm. And um, and we and we they had a, a. I'm sorry, they had a guy come out and do custom, oh, suit fittings, and so we got to look at everything. And so I'm like, man, I want to do something different. And so I'm like, looking I'm like everyone's like getting regular suits, this, that, the other. I'm like, I want to do something that no one else has seen. And um, so I was like, okay, the pink looks good, the red looks good, and I'm like, oh, let me see how this looks, this looks. So I'm just doing a whole bunch. of that. I haven't had a green wow. suit at one point, and so. Um I just was like man, peaks the color and I decided to do it and it came out really, really good. Actually, Napier came up to me the other day and he was like, Man, where do you get these suits from? And I was I was like, I was like, Coach, I can't tell you it's
0: a secret. I mean, I'm just saying, because when I cause obviously I said because uh, mind you, I'm looking, I said, all right, man, everybody because and you said though you go, these guys kind of scared, they want to keep it safe. They don't they gonna do the blue or the green. He was like, look man, my swag is on one thousand. The only way I could do is I don't got when I when you wear something like that I don't got to say nothing. Who who gave you the most compliments when you walk in the locker room? How many how many of these did you get? Did you get a whole bunch of who? Because I thought because Florida boys, right? What I know about y'all, right? You know y'all like them crazy colors. That's what yes. I, I was at Florida. Y'all listen, y'all walk in and go, I want the lime green. What I want the I want the 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 shirt because y'all bring them colors out. Listen, I know zip. And Xander's and them boys were like, you telling them, listen, man, y'all boys scared, man. Yeah, scared, I'm scared. I'm going to do this for real. And I saw, but I also saw the pieces though. I saw the shit. I said, he's doing it from head to toe. Love it. You look good. You feel good. You play good. But you are different, Jonathan, because as I mentioned, you know, your father, you know, he goes to Florida. I don't know what it's like growing up. You know, my father was, you know, from Tampa, played for Tampa for four years. But he wanted, he's one of the best players to ever play in college football, not just at Florida. Unanimous All-America. Was it always Florida for you, or did you go – I, I was—I saw Alabama, Georgia, everybody wanted you. But did you say, hey, man, if Florida come hollering at me, I'm going to go on my business, but I'm going up in the games.
1: No, actually, at one point I said I'm not going to Florida um, just because like, I love Florida, and this is how it kind of went down. Like once I got all those other offers, you know, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State. I was like, listen, I don't really want to go to Florida. I want to go somewhere, start my own legacy, be different. And just the more and more I got the re- recruiting process, and uh, a lot of the reason is Coach Scott, who unfortunately left when I right when I came here. But uh, you know, I have I always have love for that guy. But um, you know, on top of that you know, I went, I went, this is really, so I went to all the big 10 schools, Iowa, Nebraska, you know, everyone, I went really everywhere, because I wanted to really make the right decision, and just, like, for example, I came out of my hotel room, and I was in Iowa, uh, and I took a shower, and I was headed to the facility for, like, my day two, or whatever, whatever day it was that, when I was there, and um, my hair froze immediately, like, it, it like completely <laughs> stepped up like Jack Frost, like completely close. <laughs> the moment I walked out my hotel room, I'm like, man, this is not it. I cannot be in this, you know, I'm like, I miss the wet. I miss it being summer 24 seven. I miss, you know, like, so I just look as the process went on and on and on. I, I, I narrowed it down. I wanted to be close. That's why I was like, okay, LSU is all right. It's only a few hour fly. Alabama's not that far. And I was, and in Florida, just more and more, I'm just like, man, I don't want to leave the state. I I love the campus. I'm familiar with And I had already made a really good relationship with a bunch of the guys. And so really, that's that's what the ultimate decision was for me. And, and I'm glad I made the decision because, you know, I'm happy where I'm at.
0: J-O, man, Billy Napier, man, the one thing about him, he seems to be attention to detail guy, not just from an X and O standpoint, but making sure you guys know each other. I know you guys get like a sheet of, this is my teammates, this is his name, this is where he's from, this is how many siblings he has. Talk about the camaraderie you got to have, because I even though he wasn't with Billy Napier, because I know how tight these bonds are. I know the relationship you got with Kyle Pitts. I've seen Moore Gamble tell you to go out there and ball people. So we got that love for each other as far as like the tight end position. But Billy Napier is making sure, hey, man, you got to know the person you playing against, not just athletic-wise. You got to know what he, had, he has away from football. Yeah, for sure. No, it's, it's, um
1: it's really brought our team a lot closer. I mean, we do these things every, uh I want to say it's Thursday. Yeah, it is Thursday, every Thursday. And we have player only meetings like a player only meeting and it's just us in there. And like, we're all talking about like, you know, like this is, this is about us and like the people in this room. And like, we you know, we really didn't have that bond, like offensive players bonded with defensive players like, our, our locker room last year was, I feel like, a little bit split up. You know, everyone had, you know, everyone still has their like their real close group, but it's like I can go have a conversation with anyone on the team, know what their name, where they're from, like, like it's a lot more. Everyone's just a lot more mesh, and I think that you can see that on our on the field. Like, you know, we used to have some people like you would point fingers in the in the locker room and stuff like that, and, and you know, and now it's on the defense. Like, hey, and now now like on the on the offense and defense say, like, hey, offense messed up, defense come over us before they're going through, hey, we got y'all, you know, uh, you know, defense lets up a touchdown, you know, us, the offense will go over the defense and be like, hey, don't worry about that. We're gonna get the points back. You know, y'all go out there, y'all go out there and stop them next time. We, we got you guys, you know, like, that's how the kind of the, the new dynamic is of the team. And, and I think you really see that how, you know, we've been in every game, like, it's, it's. I mean, we could, we're, we're a few plays away from being 4-0, like, legit, like a few, like, three or four plays from being, I mean, five and 0, oh, undefeated. Um, so it's it's really like a, a, a different dynamic, you know, same group of guys, but everyone's kind of shifted their mindset be like, hey, we can when we really play as a team, we can get a lot uh, accomplished, and, you know. We win as a team, we lose as a team. When we lost against Kentucky, when we lost against Tennessee, every time it was like, man, guys, we're so close. We just got to keep on, you know, grinding. We're right there. You know, we just need to get over that hump. So – um, that's what the biggest difference that I've noticed completely.
0: Talking with Jonathan Odom, Odom tied in for the University of Florida, number eight, seven, you know, legacy player saying, look, man, I was going to go, was going to go there. No, nah, man, I, I don't want to go that far away from home. I'm not, I'm not walking out of hotel rooms where my eyes turning to icicles. I'm a Florida boy to where cold to me is 60 degrees. That's cold. Yeah, that's cold. For real. That's cold to me. But I got to say this. This new facility I'm hearing about, J.O., man, I mean, I know y'all got well, y'all got the food, check, parking, check. But then I'm like, whoa, 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 Football-only facility, chefs, guys eating asparagus, words they can't even spell. They just can't yeah. pronounce it. Talk about this new facility, man, and how crazy was it when they finally opened up and y'all was like, pull out your listen, pull out your cell phones. This is crazy. Then you get to your locker. I, don't, I think y'all got leather seasons. It's like you on a, a plane in first class, man. How how would you rate this facility, man?
1: Yeah, man. It did, you know. Shout out to everyone who was a part of that, um, you know, that donated to that fund and that, you know, people that came out and built it. They did an amazing job, and um, we're all super grateful. I mean, it's made, you know, even from when my dad was here, he was telling me stories about it's it's just it was a tradition that everyone had to walk over to the practice fields from the stadium. Um, but everything right there is in that building. I mean, the practice fields are right out the back door. Um, there's a pool, basketball court, uh, the locker. I mean, I, I made a I made a pretty pretty decent video that shows a lot about it um, on one of my social medias. So um, and and everyone really like to see that. But it, it's honestly just it's so um, it's just it works so well. It's it's so convenient is where I'm looking for. Like it's it's everything is right in one building you know, you got to recovery. They just got a, a hyperbaric chamber in there. And so I tried that out for the first time the other day. Um, it's just so much stuff that, you know, you got to walk around and, and really make sure you don't take for granted because it's not normal. I mean, is that these things are, are, you know, this is, this is very special to have. And, you know, it's, it's because of all the peop- great people who came before us and that, you know, alumni players that, that um, wanted to make this happen for us. And, you uh, really wanted to help out the team. And, and it does, I mean, you know, uh, train like every aspect of it, you know, of football, whether it's recovery or strength and conditioning, or just like, like feeling like the feeling, the feeling like, Hey man, we're important. Like, like that, that whole, that, that it all translates when it comes to how you play on the field and the results you get and, you know, and the type of people that you have in your program. So, I mean, it's an insane facility and, you know, so we're all super grateful to be able to be in there.
0: Yeah, my producer Ryan, man, I know he's listening right now. You know, Ryan was down there. He got to meet Tim. He got the royal treatment. Like he was in there by himself. He said, "I don't want nobody in here but me." Yeah. And Tim, Tim Tebow and, and and him, Tim Tebow became buddies or whatever. But Ryan said, "Listen, I don't want to be." So he got the royal treatment. I haven't been there yet, but when I go, I'm gonna say I want Ryan's treatment, like my producer. I want y'all to treat me like you treat him. But I gotta say this. The reason why I do this, man, is because I get to meet people like yourself. And what happens is when I was there, the biggest thing we had was Shan Hospital. Right. We got a chance to go to Shan Hospital to go on visits. But I see what you did with, uh, you know, bread of the mighty food bank, you know, hunger and security. because a lot of times people go is Jonathan all football. You know, no, know, man. I'm, I play football, but I care about people. Talk about hunger and security, Jonathan. And how was it? How, how fulfilling was it being able to go be at bread of the mighty food bank?
1: Yeah, actually that's where I'm going after this. I'm, I'm, I'm right after this call, I'm going to head back up there and I'll be back up there to get, again today, but you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely great. The program that they set up for us be able to go and choose uh, between a bunch of different places we can go and volunteer and, you know, the Ronald McDonald house of the mighty food bank. Um, and there's a few other ones, um, that I'm going to cycle through and do them all. But, um, my first time was, uh, like two, three weeks ago, going to the mighty uh, bread of the mighty food bank. And, you know, seeing all the work that goes in there, all the people that are out there just donating their time their money uh, food and really making a difference. I mean, you know, there's so many people that go hungry and get, you know, it's something that I feel like a lot of, a lot of us take for granted every day. Just some of the little things like, Hey, we get to go have a, a you know, any food we want um, and have a chef mate for us at any time, you know, you know, we'll have to-go snacks for us, you know, never, ever thinking about a meal, but there's people that have to go to bed every single night, like, dang, I didn't get to eat it all today, you know, and sometimes when you see all that a- actual work, you know, that's what, when I was there, that's what really put in perspective me, to me, like, man, all this food, like people are actually, like, like, like. I mean, there's like so much food you can't even imagine in this building, and I'm like, there's no, like, there's not, I feel like there's not enough people in Gainesville to eat all this food, and like, yeah, this will, this will, this will be all gone by tomorrow. Trucks will come and get it, and then they'll be waiting for a new load, you know, two days from now. I'm just like, it just really puts in perspective of how, you know, a lot of people have to really, you know, be worried about meals day to day. And it's something that I feel a lot of us take for granted. So I really enjoy uh, being able to go up there and that they set that up for us has been, been really great.
0: That man of service voice you're hearing right now was Jonathan Odom, number 87, playing for the best tight end, the best tight end room in the country. I don't care how you feel about it. I'm just telling you what it is with him. You know, know, things of that nature. But you just said something I think people don't get. People forget the fact that, man, I'm a person first. Like, I'm Jonathan Odom, I'm number 87, I'm 6'5, I'm very visible. My father, you know what I'm saying? Jason, he went here. But you say, I go to a place called, you know what I'm saying? I mean, brother of Mighty Food Bank. You say, dude, like, this is what people are really dealing with. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. I am truly, truly blessed to be at the University of Florida. So I don't have to want for nothing. Housing paid for, tuition paid for, food paid for, but that's not the reality of where I'm at. That's just the campus that I'm on. How different is it you coming back to campus the first time you went over there, Jones? you like, dude, I'm thinking I'm going over here. I'm going to put on my apron. I'm going to put on my head, I'm going to feed some people. Then you go in the back and go, dude, what y'all going to do with all this food? Oh, all this food is going to be gone. What? And this is just a a portion of people this ain't even everybody what is how, how much does that help you when you talk about one how much you know how much you really mean to people because people think we they love you as a football player but they don't expect to see you in this capacity
1: yeah. i think they're
0: blocking and how much does that help you as a football player to say look man don't take practice for granted don't take wave for granted don't take class for granted because the people over here that we're feeding, their last dollar, they're going to pay to come watch us on set. These people still want to come see us. How does that help you as a uh, as a person, not just as a football player?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's important, you know, just like, you know, we're all just normal people. I mean, it's, I know, like, our, a lot of people see us, our identity is football, and, and, you know, to a certain extent, that's true. But I feel like a lot of us are a lot more than that, you know there was a whole thing last year, like more than an athlete. And I feel like that's it's very true. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love football the bottom of my heart and, you know, I love all the fans and, and everything like that. I love the stadium, like smells the grass, everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're, you know, we we bleed just like everyone else. And, you know, we have to breathe just like everyone else. So um, really all, like I said, it just, it really all puts it really into perspective perspective i mean we get to we, we don't live a normal life and sometimes it's easy to like fall into that and and kind of be like oh this is normal and take a step back and be like being able to go to greece you know like some of my closest friends went to greece um i i unfortunately didn't get to go because i was busy but um like being able to do that like this year we have another trip coming up and i'm gonna hopefully be on that one but it's like these things aren't normal like it's not normal to be able to pick up and you know go wherever you want you know have everything you need paid for every all, all the clothes you want given to you like it's in you know you can, it's easy to fall into that loop of oh uh, this is you know why aren't my clothes washed like why, why is my loop not washed today like you know you know we have people doing our laundry every single day it's just like really instead of all that it should be like oh, and i'm i can't believe that y'all wash my clothes like that's you know it's so it's really easy to fall into that loop. And I feel like sometimes when we take a step out of it and go, and kind of able to do something like, you know, volunteer at the Ronald McDonald house or the brother, the mighty food bank. Like it just really helps put it in perspective and bring you back down to earth because, you know, uh, honestly, sometimes you need that. It's, it's like I said, it's really easy to fall in that loop of, of, you know, going to the beautiful facility, laying in a massage chair, 24 seven, like, like it's, it's not, that's not a normal thing. And I, and I was talking to, uh, I mean, Wingo we can yesterday. We're talking about like, like we've, like we got to do like at 21 more than like some people could do their entire life. And, and sometimes people take that for granted and, and really make try really want to try and make an effort to, to let people know how appreciative we are. That's, so that's, that's a big thing that I feel like a lot of us are trying to do and that, um you know, the Gator mate has really, really helped us in in terms of, being able to do it and be able to step back and see, like, hey, you know, realize what you have and and the people that are doing it for you.
0: Yeah, from Gator Made, the Gator Strong, the Gators Collective, I mean, you guys got a tremendous opportunity to be able to go out there and just build – talk about building your legacy in Florida, building your legacy in Florida away from football, why you still have football. But I got to ask this, though, man. What's up with all these night games, man? I know you ain't got nothing to do with it. Kentucky at night, Utah at night. LSU's coming. Of course – it got bumped to the night game. It's Saturday night football. Try to explain to the fans what it's like to actually be out there. I know they're going crazy, but you like, bro, there's a reason why when we run out there you know, before the national anthem or whatever, they give us a second because I'm out of breath. I am yeah. out of breath. that fast. But we'll talk about that atmosphere in the swamp that night. I know y'all got LSU coming, but this is the third night game already.
1: Yeah. like So this is my third year running out of the tunnel, and it doesn't – every time, no matter what game it is, it's just like – that feeling when, when you hear you know that the only gators get a al- lot get out alive come on and, and and them starting to say here come the gators like it's just it's just an experience like you can't even really describe um, I, I'm sure you don't know I'm talking about like it's just it, it, I mean you're out of breath before you even start running just because of all the adrenaline and um and it's just it's just something that you can't really describe i mean i know the the fans are super pumped up and that definitely adds to it in the night game you hear everyone yelling and, and the roar and it's just i i mean there's it's really you can't even put put it into words it's just you know that's that's one of the biggest the biggest blessings i mean i feel like it's like no other no other college anywhere i mean than than running out of the swamp it's just it's just different especially under the lights i mean I'm expecting to be 90,000 there this this Saturday night, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game, and it's gonna be a lot of fun to go get our get back on LSU.
0: All right, Jonathan, man, I know we got I know we got like a couple more minutes in which we're gonna do some rapid fire stuff, man. I don't know if that was Zip or whoever that was when we first came over yeah, here, but right. oh, that was Zip. Okay, that's Zipper. That's the guy with the two ERs, E-R-E-R, ticker, E-R-E-R.
1: E-R-E-R. Was, ER, ER. Yeah, er. yeah. But
0: I will say this: What teammate? makes you laugh the most I know it's a bunch of care which guy you like I hey mean this guy keep you know he keep my spirits lifted it's I
1: mean it's got to be him I'm mean, I live with Keon you know that's that's my brother so it's like it's just like he's we always just trying to make each other laugh I mean that's that's just kind of the relationship we have but we got a bunch of uh we got a bunch of funny guys on the team you know Naquan's a funny guy uh you, you have a whole bunch of funny guys on the team I, I think uh me just because I spend the most time is, is zip is the one, but you know we got some we got some clowns on the team, but it it, it, is, it is I'm pretty funny to be honest. I'm yeah. a funny guy. I'm a funny guy. I think myself as a funny guy.
0: Now Jay Hill get the two picks, one for a touchdown. Oh. Could, could big Could big Dez really have have rumbled that far? Like if Dez really got if big Dez really got the pick, would that have just shut the whole sideline down? Like Bro, I, I was like, thinking.
1: I I saw a tweet the other day. I don't know if you saw it. I retweeted it, but it was, like, imagine the fans listening on the radio that will hear Big Dez rolling with the ball, the pick pick six. I would have been so confused. I'm like, like, there ain't no way. But, you know, I think Dez can do it. I think he could, you know, got some lead blockers out in front of him, maybe carry two or three guys on on (laughs) his back into the end zone. But, yeah, man, speaking of Jay Hill, like, that – I mean, that guy deserves it, man. Like, I can't say – any more besides, like, I couldn't, I even went up and told him, like, because uh, when I was hurt, he was rehabbing and then, man, he hurt himself again and I'm just like, like it's just, like, man, that's unfair to see, you know, right when he come back from his, his other injury get, but that's someone who I, I couldn't, like, if I had to choose one person on the team who deserved that, it would be him, you know, he's like a great guy, just this super cool dude and, and I just, we all, our whole t- entire team, you know, was saying, like, we all had to watch what he went through and how he handled it and how he's still positive because man, injury sucks. It sucks. It's, it just really does. Especially when you watch someone go through it and then right when they come back, like, all right, man, they get to come back and, and, and get right. And then, you know, hurt themselves again and got to go through it all again. And, you know, for him to just have the resilience and perseverance, like, like I said, like he really deserves that. And, you know, I'm super glad that it was him who got, got those two picks yesterday.
0: And last thing, man, uh, what Pierce all said, 10 and two sounds good to me. Got LSU, oh, got Georgia, really? got Texas A&M, got South Carolina, got Vanderbilt, got those boys from Tallahassee. I think you got another. Y'all boys end up 10 and two with everything that's happened. Kentucky, congratulations. Y'all got lucky. And we can get that and we can get the ball off. Maybe the Hail Mary, who knows? 10 and two with everything that's happened in this young season. What would that mean to you?
1: Yeah, it's just I think it would be a testament to the work that we put in because I think we really do deserve it. I mean, we all came together, you know, it's been, it, to be honest, it's been a lot the whole since, since last December, new coaching staff have to buy in and, you know, you really have to, because what we do isn't easy. I mean, yeah, we love it, but you know, it's a grind. And so we really, everyone bought in and the work that we put in, it was tough. It was really, really tough um, the whole off season and, and everyone bought in and really, really grinded it out. And so, I mean, I really just feel like it would be, a testament to, to how we worked this year and you know as you can see i mean we can play with anyone and and i feel like the you know the sec you know the competition is all right there you know everyone's right there mm-hmm. you know I don't, I don't really think you know th- there's no no super teams i think we're we're just as good if not better than anyone in the country and so um i wouldn't i would honestly not be surprised for us to go 10-2 i think it's something that we expect from ourselves, and you know we just got to be able to go out there and execute. And if we can, if we can play complimentary football for the rest of the year and and uh and really help each other out and continue the path that we're on, I think it's a very possible. But like I, like I said, I, I think the the most important part is for us to take it game by game. You know, you know LSU one zero, be one zero against LSU, take the bye week, cover be one zero against Georgia, and then go from there.
0: He is Jonathan Odom. About to head back to the bread of the mighty food bank, you know, hunger insecurity. Just making sure you do his part. Plays, plays for the best team in the country. Plays the best position in the country. The son yeah. of Jason Odom represent Tampa. I, I know about old Tampa, Florida. They yeah, it was really, down there. Really, really, but, but listen. But most importantly, swag is on twenty thousand. All 000. pink, everything. If you ain't okay. with if either getting with it, or getting lost. If you scared, say you scared. Look, man, I listen. I went and I saw the pink lemonade. I said, Listen, I don't want to drink it, I want to wear it, baby. That's yeah, I know. Exactly. It I do this. When you wear all pink, he should have someone on the back to say, I do this for real. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. He's hey, you know what? the back of my the back of my uh the back of
1: my blazer said, I am custom made. That's what it says.
0: I, listen, listen, he is custom made for the University of Florida though. Sorry LSU, sorry Georgia, sorry Alabama. Florida boys are gonna let Florida boys leave state. He's okay. an hour and a half south. Just go straight down 75 south. You know, right past Ocala. The next one, you know, you know, you hit, you hit, uh, you hit, uh, what? You hit Tampa right after that. Lutz. I yeah. used to live down there, so I know a little bit. Well, that's where, that's that's where I'm at now. That's where our family just moved. We're in Lutz. There it is. He's in Lutz. That's L-U-T-Z. For those of you who T-Z. don't know, he is Jonathan Odom, number 87. I am being true. Not my reasons, his reasons. He got 84 of them. He wears number 87. Jonathan, I appreciate you big time. Keep doing Thank what you're doing over there at the bread of the uh the bread of the mighty food bank. Keep keep uh keep uh keep serving, man. People gonna love you and it's gonna change you, man. It's supposed to appreciate it. Man. Yes, sir.